Hello everyone, and welcome to my New Year Spectacular. Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, this is going to be really cool. We're going into 2020 Part 3, known as the year 2022. Now, how has 2021 shaped me, and what was I like in the beginning of 2021, and how did I change? What were the W's that I got in 2021? And whatever W's, whatever wins you got in 2021, email me. I'd love to hear it. Contact at samehosnick.com. Well, the answer is simple. Um, I'm actually going to backtrack a bit to 2020. When the pandemic originally hit, I wasn't allowed to go to the gyms as the gyms were shut down, which they should have been and they should be called essential businesses. Working out and diet will help protect you from anything. It will make you a better person at different things. It's good for you to exercise and eat right. And when I wasn't allowed to do that, I what the the whole response Washington, the state, the government took to the pandemic is that it actually kept me away from the gym and I wasn't doing calisthenics. That's on me. That's my personal uh, irresponsibility. And so I caved, I wasn't able to get my needs met in so many ways. And I had my then girlfriend living with me at the time and I couldn't get time to myself and think and get my needs met. And this is how I learned I'm better off living by myself and being a bachelor. Um, I suppose I could date somebody seriously, maybe monogamously, maybe. Maybe I could date someone monogamously in a long-term relationship in the future, but I don't think I would cohabitate with them. But look, I, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. But all I'm saying is that, you know, I was in a situation where I just started ordering DoorDash to substitute entertainment, and I started playing video games to try to take off stress. What I should have done was get into calisthenics and keep just eating at home. That's what I, that's what I should have done, but I made the choices I made, and I can live with that. I can live with the choices I made in life. I fully and radically accept who I am as a person, and what I've done and what I'm doing. And so, in 2021, well, actually, at the end of 2020, I was doing the executive assistant job for a while, a few months, like about half a year or so, uh, more or less. And then um, in early 2021, um, I quit that and decided that I wanted to focus on myself. I was off social media for months and I, I didn't really start doing anything with my CM Hostack brand until, well, June. That's when I started the podcast because... I wanted to embark on self-discovery. I wanted to identify what exactly is my worldview, what shapes my worldview right now. And uh, I wanted to understand myself and also share it with the internet. So I started journaling about the 10 primary ideas that shape my worldview. And then from then on, um, I picked up listeners and I, I picked up people um, enjoying what I had to say. Um, so... It inspired me and motivated me to keep going. And then eventually I started doing a newsletter, cmhossack.substack.com, uh, where I just share conclusions every week that I come to regarding decision-making and other things sometimes. 
Um, I'm not sure what I want my newsletter to be yet, other than just conclusions I come to. But uh, this podcast, I like sharing what makes me think, feel, and believe the things that I do about myself and the world. My inner world and outer world. I like to uh, talk about things that are important to me that I believe would be worthwhile with the internet. So I, my podcast knows where it wants to be. My newsletter doesn't. And I'm still embarking on music. I'm still um, in the apprenticeship with Drew. And that started originally in January of 2021, by the way. I, I met Drew in late 2020. And we didn't really connect or be friends until January of 2021. And, uh, you know, so... Uh, yeah, I, I've been sticking with my podcast since June. I've been sticking with my newsletter since my birthday in August, August 16th. And, uh, yeah, there's been a few hiccups and some posts deleted on both. But, uh, at, at the end of the day, I'm very much happy with what I'm doing and where I'm going. And there's just been nothing but progress. I've lost a lot of weight through the, through Drew being a mentor of mine. He's mentored me in, uh, nutrition and exercise, specifically calisthenics. He's um, helping me with some intellectual endeavors regarding typology. And uh, yeah, him and I are really close. We text every day, we're laughing about stuff, and we're also serious. And uh, then eventually, um, I became single in October, and I've just been focused on uh, my self-improvement. I've been focused on um, mastery in music and typology and some other things. So yeah, I went from knowing less and being less healthy to knowing more and being more healthy. And I'm still on the mission to uh, pursue loving myself and others, being kind, being charitable, giving without expecting in return, simply seeing what I'm capable of and living a life well spent. So, yeah, there's been some major differences, and it took a lot of self-honesty. It took a lot of self-reflection, and it took a lot of admission and acceptance to become a better me and to live a happier and healthier life. So, like I said in the Christmas special, I don't really have any plans for the next year other than to continue exercising my potential to see what I'm capable of what is the most conceivable good possible I can do with my choices? How do I do wealth creation, you know, with my projects, uh, my apprenticeship uh, with Drew Christian in typology? How do I, how do I become my best self mentally, physically, and financially in other ways too? Uh, there, there's not really anything more specific or out there than that. And I mean, of course, I'm still going to try to have fun, you know, like having fun is really important to me, especially since the pandemic arrived, you know, productivity can be a little bit overwhelming, you know, with my options of where I can be and where I can go and where I can do are limited and controlled, you know, so I want every end of the year episode on this podcast to be following a very specific sequence, set of sequences, right? Segments. So, of course, we're in the introduction phase where I'm talking with you and sharing what I'm thinking about next year and, you know, what I'm planning to do with myself. 
And then I want to share with you every year the most important thing I learned. And then I want to share with you a fun little series I want to do, but only for every New Year's episode. The Funny Awards, where I pick three uh, people, places, or things that were the funniest thing to me all year. And then the third thing would be I will issue the ultimate challenge every year. And, of course, a toast. So, yeah, that's five things. Um, now, what is the most important thing I learned this year? And, to be honest with you, it's very similar to what I learned in 2020 and 2021. Um, it, it, it's ultimately... The, the, the main ultimate lesson for 2020, 2021, and 2022, it's to be present with your choices and to value adaptation. An adaptation is when you choose to deal with how things are in reality instead of how you think things in reality should be. So if we fail to adapt, we can wind up in worse circumstances or die. We must accept reality and allow it to be what it is and unfold how it will and work with it from there. So even if you're the type of person where you happen to the day instead of the day happens to you, sometimes we wind up in situations much like the pandemic that affects our quality of life where we have to let the day happen to us first. Just like if you're someone like me and you let the day happen to you regularly, there's going to be times where you're like me and you position yourself somewhere in life where you do have legitimate influence over things in your life you might not otherwise have had influence on, and it would be worthwhile to you to take leadership of certain scenarios and engineer outcomes in your favor, so long as it's legal and ethical, right? If you are liberty-minded like me, you will be educating those you deem fit to be educated by you to be against the measures the leftists have on the pandemic. And you will fight for liberty. You will fight for freedom against authoritarianism, as an example. So, yeah, the past uh, two years have been mostly about being present with your choices and valuing adaptation. Because that's the most useful lesson to me with all the events that are unfolding at this time. Not to say other adages, insights, and wisdom is not important, but those... When I, when I mentioned the adaptation being present with your choices, that would be the most important thing to me in 2020, part one, two, and three, in my opinion, thus far. So, yes, um, allow things to unfold the way they will and work with them. And do what is yours to do. Focus on what you can do better. And try to have fun. In my opinion, in life, whoever has the most fun wins, okay? I don't think it's about how much money you make. I don't think it's about how you make the money. I think as long as you lived a life well spent, like, you win. If, if we are spending life competitively. Which I think in a lot of contexts, it's valid to say that it is. And vice versa, whatever. So, moving on. Let's get on to the funny awards. So, the first uh, winner is... The creators of the video game Battlefield 2024. Why is this? Why why did why are they the number one candidate to win the funny awards of 2021? Well, it's really simple. 
they they are in control of a worthwhile video game franchise, a first-person shooter known as Battlefield, competing with Call of Duty, I believe. And, you know, it's just really funny that uh, you can take such a legendary franchise and completely destroy it by taking either too much risk or not enough risk. Where, if you don't take enough risk, the video game is exactly the same as the winner before. You you copied the winning formula and slapped a new label on it. How how unintriguing. Or if you take too much risk, you you end up making something that is unrecognizable to what was valuable about the product, the franchise, the whatever. And they're, they seem to be a company that will put in elaborate Easter eggs instead of fix the game when when they publish it. Which, that's funny. That's funny as hell to me. It's not even a complaint. It's just really funny. Uh, the complaint I do have is I spend 60 bucks on an incomplete game that's buggy and glitchy and hard to play. And then I have to buy the DLC to make it feel like a full game. Yeah, it, it it it's funny. They went. They're the number one funny funny award winners just for that. That's really funny. It's like they're not even trying. Oh, and another complaint I have is specifically about the game Battlefield twenty twenty four. I mean, a lot of it's good for what it is. I I'm not necessarily on the bandwagon where I hate it. I want to go back to old Battlefield games. I like it. I I still play it. It's just the, it's really just the, the dialogue or like the voice lines for the characters that are just really cringy. But that's also why I kind of keep playing it because I kind of like that feeling of cringe. It's like when you can't stop watching a movie that is just so bad. Because it's so bad, you just want to see more of it for some reason. Everyone likes a good train wreck, they say. The second winners of the Funny Awards. Whoever made the live action Cowboy Bebop. That's who, whoever the people are behind that win the second funny awards because it's funny how they could take something I love so much like the anime Cowboy Bebop and ruin it. And they 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 think it's good until the until they get the audience's opinion. And uh I don't think it followed the story well. Um, social justice warrior feminist writers, you you people should just make your own original shows with your stupid propaganda. Quit ruining things I love. I don't think I've ever seen a good live action adaptation of an anime, to tell you the truth. And I think Netflix should stop attempting it. And I think that people should stop trying to do that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't like the live action Cowboy Bebop too much. And yeah, I don't know. Shouldn't have ever been made, but they win the funny award. I don't, I don't, I just didn't like it. And the number one funny thing about this situation is when the actors started to distance themselves from the project. And after it was published and the reviews were coming out. He was saying something, not like verbatim, but among the lines of like, well, if they didn't like it, maybe we should have done it. He, he said something that alluded to that, in my opinion, my interpretation of what he said. I think that's hilarious. So, good job on that, guys. That's really funny. That, that, that was one of the funniest things that I got to witness this year. 
And last but not least, certainly not least, um, the reactions of NFT makers and buyers where if somebody trolls them by screenshotting the NFT and they say, I got this NFT for free, and then they get all upset about it, that's funny as fuck. <laughs> it's also, it actually is kind of funnier that buying the code to a picture of a digital monkey is like the price of a house, 300,000 grand. Are you kidding me? I mean, I understand that they could probably get royalties from owning the code or whatever, and they could make bank on it. Okay, clever, bet. I, I respect that. I'm not hating on NFTs. I'm just saying I think that situ the situation, the circumstance of NFT people being reactive to someone screeching, shouting the NFT and just trolling them, I, I think that's hilarious. And they're the third winner of the funny awards just for that. Keep me up plain and simple. All right, yes. Um, the ultimate challenge. The ultimate challenge I have for you in 2020 part three, also known as the year 2022, find a reason to keep going. I understand it's rather difficult to find a reason to keep going and make tomorrow worth the fight. Though, no matter who you are, where you are, what your circumstances are, we have the personal responsibility to make tomorrow worth the fight and set a good example to other people of what it means to live this one life that we have. And on my podcast, I've shared from the beginning of episode one to now that no matter who you are, where you are, what your circumstances are, where you started in life, we will always have the ability to give ourselves an incentive in what it means to live truly, not just for other people, but also for ourselves. So I encourage you to figure out what you are capable of, to figure out what you are meant to do through trial and error. And I believe that no matter who you are, where you are, where you come from, you will be able to identify something in yourself that will make tomorrow worth the fight for you and for other people. I'm not even going to elaborate. Just find a reason to keep going. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we certainly had a great year. There's about 10 people who listen to my show here on this podcast. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. If you ever want to talk about anything I mentioned on the show, feel free to email me at contact at cmhossack.com. Would love to hear from you. Would love to reply to you and have a brief chit chat or a long one. And yeah, I mean, I, I published just about a little under 30 episodes this year and got to share a lot of my worldview. What is, what's the next thing? What can you expect from the show in the next year, 2020? Part three, what can you expect in 2022 from me? Um, I'm going to be embarking on a new series, uh, my studio journal. I'm going to share excerpts from my studio journal uh, to share my progress and things I have been learning as I pursue learning music theory and other music-related things. Um, you can learn a bit more about me that way. I think it would be worthwhile to share these things with you guys as I'm very passionate about it. I, I like being vulnerable about things I really love and I'm passionate about on the internet. And 
as I say all the time on this podcast, especially on my Christmas episode, the Christmas special, you know, I just want everyone to love themselves, love each other, and be kind. Do whatever you want. Just don't hurt yourself or other people. And uh, do your best to be pragmatic and strategic and wholehearted. And I believe that is the formula to living a copacetic life. So, and so is adaptation. When you think about it, adaptation leads to things being copacetic. Because you're living in accordance with reality. You're living in accordance with nature. So. Anyway, we're going to end this uh, episode with a toast. We're going to end this year with a toast, you and I together. And it's going to be wonderful. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Here's to the wild. Here's to the free. Here's to you guys, the new year, and to me. Bottoms up, sailors. Pursue victory. I will see you all next year, very soon. But not too soon. I have to create new material.